0: Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, continuing to try to encourage us to be in God's Word. And we are in Exodus. And we're going to jump in chapter 2, verse 11, as we continue on here at the very beginning of the story of Moses. So verse 11, one day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, Why do you strike your companion? He answered, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, Surely the thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, He sought to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priests of Midian had seven seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. The shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and saved them and watered their flock. When they came home to their father, Raul, he said, How is it that you have come home so soon today? They said, the, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the, of the shepherds and even drew water for us and watered the flock. And he said to his daughters, Then where is he? Why have, you, why have you left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses his daughter, Zephorah, And she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Gershom. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. And we'll end the chapter next time. So, you know, Moses' story here in the very beginning is going really fast from his birth story and rescue all the way up to when he's a full-grown man, and, and now he is in the wilderness. And you know again this it's not about how great moses is although he he took on these shepherds and maybe they were just shepherd boys and he stood up against them or he was just strong enough and trained enough because he was you know he was pharaoh's being raised as pharaoh's son but for whatever reason he's able to let these ladies take care of their their herds and he helps them water the herds and now he's he's a hero to them and to their dad. And it's just the timing, the, the way God works. So here's a man who's got an anger issue. He doesn't like the injustice that's happening to his people. He has figured out who the people are. Again, he's probably somewhat raised by his own mom who would have maybe told him. And there's little things that we will pick up as you read. So as you read through all of Exodus and even some hints in other parts of the New Testament and Old Testament that we get this. And that's why it's so important to always be reading all of God's Word. And then as you reread it, and, you, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's where we get that. And so, but going back to what's, what's so great about this, wow, Moses, you know. Well, it's not about Moses. It's about the God who Moses is going to answer the call from this God. And the question for us is, are we ready to stand up, one, for injustice like Moses does with these shepherd girls that he's never met before? He doesn't know them. It's not like they're they're Hebrews. And so his righteousness, anger that went up against the Egyptians when he saw the one Egyptian mistreating the Hebrew, and, of course, he commits murder, so that's wrong. But that was that, that anger, that same type of, wait, that's wrong. This is wrong. No, you guys can't do this to these ladies. This is wrong. We need that. There's a part of that we need. Now, we need to temper it. Now, he doesn't kill the shepherds or the, the other shepherds that we know of. And he's now treated more like a hero. So he adjusted his response. But he still saw right and wrong. And he addressed it, and that's a thing that's really missing in our society today: is people who know how to discern right from wrong, addressing it, not just talking about it to their friends later or wishing somebody else would stand up and do something, but that they stand up and do something. They address it, and it might be surprised that some others that would do that too. So in our in our own lives, addressing the injustice of maybe not reading God's word or at least listening to God's Word, right? The injustice of of not going to church to worship in community. The injustice of not even praying about things that are going on in your own life and, and praying for... I mean, we have lots of things to pray for, right? People we might know in Ukraine, things that are happening in other parts of the world, things that are happening down the street from us. There are always poor amongst us that should always keep us on our knees and... So lots of things, right, for us to be doing, praying for and standing up against and for. What are we for? What are we against? This shouldn't be all gray in our lives. Christians that to be salt and light. Salt and light is never gray. That doesn't mean there's not gray areas. At some point, the light starts to fade, right? So it can't illuminate everything at the same brightness, but it needs to be illuminating and it needs to be standing up. And so to encourage us to encourage me, we need to be in God's word and we see this and we see Moses here who isn't is not a perfect man at all, right? And, and again verse reading in verse 17 the shepherds came and drove them away. Drove who away? The daughters of Midian and Moses stood up and saved them and watered their flocks. Now Does that mean he said, no, you're not going to drive them away. And now that there was somebody standing up for these ladies, these guys just disappeared. We don't really know. But what we do know is that these ladies got their work done quickly and were back and their dad was like, what are you doing back so soon? Because they didn't have to deal with these ugly shepherds because there was a man that came and stopped that. So what do we need to stand in the way of? I can think of a lot of things, but I don't want to go down that road. Just that we need to be... We need to be in God's word. We need to be praying, and we need to be looking at what we should speak into it, and then we should speak into it. All right? God bless you guys. Go do that, and let me know how that goes. God bless.